Yeah, which has happened to us. Which has happened to us before. And we we got so frustrated we stopped. We we just stopped. And we just go, no episode today. Yeah, none none today. Yeah. We started um pausing every like ten minutes to And saving, yeah, because we've gotten so paranoid about it since then. It's so so bad. Um, hello, my name is Kai, my pronouns are Z her hers. Hello, my name is Hannah, my pronouns are she her hers. Hi. Hi, we have a special (laughs) guest in the room. A very special guest. Do you want to tell us who you are? I'm going to leave this close. Okay. My name is Rebecca. Great. My pronouns are she, her, hers. Great. And I'm excited to be here. Wonderful. I'm excited to have you here. <laughs> we're very you, excited to have you. You looked at me after you said your name was Rebecca like you were waiting yeah, you for me. Yeah, you genuinely know. seemed like you were asking answer. questions. Because well, I know you've been very kind in honoring my name change and also forcing others to uh, honor my name change. Well, you've changed. You changed your name. Like you changed your name. Like almost ten years ago. A yeah. full decade. Like like when we graduated high school, you changed your. Like immediately, you changed your. Well, name. and I had started going by Rebecca the year before to everyone new. So yeah. like when I was applying to schools and yeah. applying to things and introducing myself, mm-hmm. I had done that. It was like a weird thing where like some people knew me as Rebecca, most people knew me as Carol. Yeah, and then. When I left, it that was like... That was a, a real booming... Sorry. ...clap <laughs> of a, a put-your-mug-down-on-the-counter. pencil. Um, but yeah, so anybody who's, like, not honoring a name change at that point is mm-hmm. just not, like, literally not trying at all. It's yeah. not even, like, a... Because, like, when, we, when, when our people change our names, it's usually... When our people! <laughs> it's usually for, like, gender reasons. Right. So it, like, comes with a whole new set of, like, identifiers. Yeah. And, like... I mean, yours was like yes, but also and also like it's it's just a name, and yeah. it's also technically you have two first names. Yeah, so it's, so it's not like I was like, hey, call me Candy. <laughs> that has nothing to do. That with... That would have been pretty bad. I tried. That would have been very I powerful. Tried. Did you? Okay, what? so oh, this is we're already getting into straight culture. <laughs> okay, so when I was this was young me. I okay, I was probably nine. And Carol doesn't have a lot of good nickname That's true. potential, which is unless you just start doing things like saying like, "Hey, what's up, Christmas Carol?" Yeah, which what? is stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's dumb, and it only works for one month of the year. And <laughs> or just you know, interesting the rest of the yeah, 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 yeah. But Aaron Carter was really big. Mm, Remember? I recall. Yeah, Aaron Carter was really big, and there. He was big, and there was an episode of Lizzie McGuire mm-hmm. where he sang "I Want Candy," right? Mm, but yeah, it was I the remember. Christmas video, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I loved Aaron Carter so much so that like every time I had an eyelash, every time I had like a birthday wish for like three years, I wished that I could be an Aaron Carter backup dancer. Whoa. Amazing! That was Did what you I dance? Wanted. Like the way that like a suburban young lady dances, I like took I like took classes, <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. but I never got it was you know recreational. I never yeah, like yeah. made any teams. Yeah, you never. Um, yeah, you know, I I was described and up with people not as a dancer but as a mover. That's great. <laughs> I love that. God, you have such a rich history to explore on this podcast. Um, but I tried to make people when I was nine call me Candy because mm. I loved that video that I was like, Candy, Carol, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see the connection. Same two right? yeah. But no one did it. I also tried to do Kiki, but... Oof. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, that's that's our people's word um, <laughs> also. It is. And it means sex party. It does not oh, mean God. sex party. Not it means dishing party yes. also. Which, I yeah. I know what um, that means. It's where you... It's throwing fine. shade. Throwing shade. Oh, got it. Okay, understand that. Yeah, okay, got it's it. where you come and you spill tea. It's mostly, I'm just like not hip enough to know any terms. Sure. So it's just like some people's, like, I have 19 year olds in my class and they say things to me and I'm like, I don't know what you just said. I mean, fair. <laughs> yeah, they're all referencing TikToks and shit. And I don't understand, I don't understand those. TikTok. Although Marquez, a listener, yes, sent, sent, sent us a TikTok that yeah, I understood. Marquez from um, Tabletop Potluck. Thank you, Marquez. Thank you, Marquez. Did send us a TikTok. We understood. It was understand. great. I don't understand the legality of TikTok. What do you because mean? Because all of that music and stuff, like, how do they get the? I license thought they purchased the rights it? for it. I'm sure they did. I don't know. Well, no, um, it's, I mean, that's why there's some songs and not all the songs. Oh, see, I don't know enough about the interface to know like how. <laughs> There's you not all the songs. songs. I've There's never even songs. looked at. No, I've songs. never looked at a TikTok. This is just my knowledge of applications. <laughs> Your knowledge yeah. of applications. Yeah. Uh, you do have a knowledge of applications. I do have knowledges in a variety of subjects. I use like 
six applications on my telephone. Fair. That's it. I respect that. Yeah. Which ones? Uh, Google Calendar. Uh-huh. Yeah, the most important. Google Maps. Uh-huh. Uh, Gmail. Yep. Text messages. Uh-huh. The telephone. Yep. One and, more. And, like, Instagram. When Excellent. I'm not, like, in that mood where I'm like, I'm going to delete it and yeah. then forget my password. Yeah. Do you do listen to podcasts, though, so I imagine. Oh, Spotify. Seven. Spotify. Seven. Cool. My, the bottom four are the telephone because mm-hmm. I still use my phone to oh, call people. Oh, I still people. use my yeah. phone to call people. I call people all the time. Yeah. Like, some people are like, Why the, are you okay? <laughs> I've got yeah, that I'm response just trying to before. Chat. Yeah. I am. Um, I literally, uh, Bernadette called me the other day. Oh. Which was wild because Bernadette has never called me. And uh, I, like, uh, sorry, I got distracted. Um, Bernadette called me and when I picked up the phone, the first thing they said was, first of all, I'm fine. I'm not dying. Cause they knew that the first, my first instinct would be, why is Bernadette calling me? Are they okay? Did they get arrested? Are they calling me for bail? <laughs> yeah. I should call like, Kai. What possible reason could they have for calling me? I mean, it was delightful. They just wanted to ask about recommendations for things to do in Dublin. Oh, cute. Oh, were they going to Dublin? Yes. Apparently. Excellent. That's great. I love that. This has been Bernadette Updates. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Bernadette is an erstwhile guest of the show, so it does matter to, show, to know about them. Um, Your listeners really need to... Yeah. I got asked them and Nick how uh, Jamie Loftus was last night. Uh, I just received a text message with Bernadette from Bernadette with that exact information. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> you guys have such a deep social circle. <laughs> well, that we've listed one person. <laughs> that was That's three people. Was Two, it? Bernadette, yeah. Nick... Jamie Loftus, who was our close comic, personal friend. Famous comic, Jamie Loftus. I don't know if she really counts as part of our social circle. I mean, here's the thing. We did meet her and talk to her in Edinburgh, and she said she loved us, so. Uh, fair. I mean, she didn't say that to us, because you no. and I had no interaction with no, the show. No, we did not. Yeah, but we were around there. Yeah. I, I said thank you. I said thank you for your time. <laughs> And that's how friendships start. Yes, exactly. That's true. Kai, I've started many a friendship by thanking people for something. Yeah. Kai is notoriously very good at um, speaking to women. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You say that like you're joking, and that's somewhat true, but I am actually very good at speaking to women. <laughs> Are you? Yes. I have to be remarkably charming for my job. I mean, yeah, that's fair, but that's different from speaking to somebody that you're in, you're like trying to flirt with, I think. Yes. Or, like, in any way attracted to. Okay, fair, but it I really depends on the person. Watching yeah. this live is the best thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad. It's so great. <laughs> we should do the questions on our podcast so we can get through them so we can get to Rebecca's segment. Yes. Uh, well, we could also just kind of loosey-goosey it because we had started talking about, like... Does it feel more natural to recreate the bit about me in high school no, now? No, it really doesn't. Or I don't, I want to, Now that I've no. pointed it out? Or shall I we do it after what you're our doing. segments? Please Kai. just let me ask you a question. Okay. Hannah? Yeah, Kai. Uh, what's the gayest thing you did this week? Uh, I asked somebody out on Instagram. I slid, slid into, into DMs, She slid dude, into DMs yesterday. for the first time. I slid into my very first DMs. I'm so proud of I'm myself. I'm very proud of you, too. I was just like, I like was honestly super stoned because I was out for a long walk. It yeah. was a nice day. Yeah. I had a headache. Yeah. Um, so oops, that was my can. Uh, and fool. I I uh, was sitting at a brewery and I just had like an impulse. I was yeah. like, I think this person's attractive and smart and funny, it seems, from their Instagram presence. And we know <laughs> enough mutual people that like it's not weird. Yeah. And so, and it's not dangerous. And it's not dangerous because I slip because we like know her, she like knows people that like I used to work with at Vermontra. That's important. That's genuinely an important it's, part yeah, of it. And etc. I'm not gonna like put this person on blast because I know that they listen to the podcast, which, which is, is also hilarious. Um, but anyway, uh, I was uh, I was like, I'm gonna fall. I'm gonna slide into DMs, and so I sent a very hopefully polite yet awkward message, and was like, Do you want to get a beer, like in a gay way? And she said yes. So we have a date now. It's so, very exciting. Regardless of how it does or doesn't go, I think this person's very cool and attractive. And I slid into DMs and they said yes. And I think that's the real victory. That's yeah. the real victory. Yeah. I once, um, this is not a Hannah in high school story. This is a Hannah as a grown-ass adult story. Which is funny. <laughs> um, I once watched Hannah waffle for about 30 minutes mm-hmm. about asking a girl out at a bar who was the bartender. Yeah, about asking and for the bartender. I, the only way that I was able to get her to do it was by actually leaving yeah, the premises Kai, Kai because was I was like, so tired you, of waiting. I was like, ask lift. her out or don't. I have called a lift. <laughs> I'm going outside. Um, and, and he, then did you ask yes, her out she real did. quickly and then get in the car? 
Well, I asked her out real quickly, and she was in a relationship already. But yeah. I did it, and yeah. it Good. only took me half an hour. Of it was maybe more than half an hour. It was a very long time. Least. And I psyched you up for, like, at least 20 minutes, and then eventually I was like, I there's nothing else I can say here. Yeah, there's I, no, I'm tapped out. I'm, tapped out. I'm done. Yeah, I'm tapped That's out. all I can tapped give you. So I'm very proud of, I'm very proud of you. Just flapping. Just flapping in the fucking just wind. Just like, dude, I gotta fucking land. Yeah. These wings are out of control. Totally. I gotta go so back yeah. to the nest. I yeah. did it all by myself. Proud of you. It's okay. Yeah. What's the gayest thing you've done this week? I think the gayest thing I've done this week was take a um a slightly chilly, lukewarm depression bath. Mm. And yeah, you took a sad breakup bath. I took a sad uh, breakup bath and I had the full intention of um reading in the bathtub or like just sort of relaxing and smoking some weed and I did literally none of those things and I just sat with my hands over my eyes just like <laughs> thinking about how badly I had fucked up. Oh, and, sorry, that's um, the saddest thing I've ever heard. And it, I was chilly and it was really sad. <laughs> it was and warm bath because there was no hot water. There was no hot water. So it was just like a really, but it was a very important bath and I'm very glad that I took it and I put like Epsom salts in it and stuff. But oh, I, yeah, dude. you know, it it was really sad, <laughs> and I think really that that's sad. important. Um, so that's that's probably the gayest thing I did this week, I think, Hannah. Uh, what are you playing on the Wait, console? On. They can be given out in the new year. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just kicked the table so hard. Um, so, Becca, mm-hmm. what's the gayest thing you've done this week? Mm-hmm. The gayest thing I did this week? Um, I flirted with uh, a lady at a bridal uh, Hell yeah. <laughs> a bridal shop. Hell That's yeah, funny. Becca. Yeah. Cool. She was just really pretty. And I was like, I gotta go for it. <laughs> so proud of and you. And I tried. Um, she was not interested in flirting at all. Mm. Um, <laughs> and I'm just in it for the sport. Yeah. yeah. You know? I love flirting. I'm, I'm all, well, I, I'm always interested in flirting with women. I'm yeah. never interested in flirting with men, personally. I mean, I know that, like, yes, I'm a lesbian, but also I'm a bisexual lesbian. Like, okay, that's not true. I have enjoyed flirting with a man from here and there, from time to time. Yes. It's just usually when men initiate the flirting, you're it's like, not, not, not wanting. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's a blanket statement, yeah. like, for men flirting with people they perceive as women across the board. Yeah. Is when they initiate it, it's usually not very good. Yeah, I agree with that. Not always, but I, I think usually. Yeah. No, um, I, as someone who get, has dated a lot of men, uh, yeah, no, it's not great. Yeah. Uh, but the nice thing is, is the stakes for me, because I'm married, are real low when I <laughs> flirt for sport. Yeah, so, like, I'm not, I'm not worried about being turned down. Yeah. Um, but then she tried on wedding dresses. The other thing is she was the one trying on wedding dresses. I didn't know that. Ah. Um, uh, <laughs> oops. It was just, like, a group of women. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then she looked good in every dress, and then mm. I got mad. Yeah. And I was like, No. I take back my flirt. <laughs> oh, that's such an internalized sexism of you, Becca. I know, but you can't look good in every yeah, dress. Yeah, you can. Women are a gift from the gods. They're the most perfect creatures on the earth. As someone who spent six months trying on dresses and nothing fit over my ass, you, that's that that's an internalized. Yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. There's a lot that's going what on it there. Was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's but a lot going beautiful. on there. And I hope she buys something sparkly. Yeah. Well, if she was sure white she too, will. like dresses are made for. Yeah. white asses yeah. yeah and she did have a white ass I'm sure mm. there you go <laughs> I looked yeah there you go it's not you Becca it's systemic racism <laughs> thank you you're welcome <laughs> but that was it it was mm. one flirt solid yeah well great I'm proud more of flirts than I've flirt. done this week <laughs> okay <laughs> um we are so we do Becca doesn't play video games because I wasn't allowed right mm-hmm. so we'll talk about that okay briefly just to catch up our listeners mm-hmm. up Kai and I are gonna play uh talk about what we're playing right now okay mm-hmm. So, Kai, yeah. what are you playing right now? I beat The Outer Worlds. Can we talk about that for a minute? Because you In, really loved that it game. It was a very good game. It was like 30 to 40, I was about to say minutes, but hours. <laughs> it was about 30 to 40 hours, um, which is probably the shortest AAA game that I've seen come out recently mm-hmm. that wasn't a horror game. Totally. And I think that that's really important because the story, it... it it's the first game I've played in a while that's left me wanting more of the story mm. because Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I was like fucking ODing on story. Mm. Um, and that's a joke I can make as a person with a substance abuse disorder. Sure. Um, and uh, it was it was literally by the time that I got 20 hours in, I was like, I 
I don't want to keep doing this. I don't want any more of this. And I wanted to stop, and so I did. But The Outer Worlds was like, it ended at the perfect time for people to be very invested in DLC, which I think is very smart of them. Um, it was that a perfect length of a game, honestly, because it told the story that it was going out to tell. And then you could basically do, like, sort of episodes with these characters mm. because they're very... Um, uh, cartoonish or very TV show esque. Ah. Like this feels like like fucking how Jimmy Neutron got started. This feels like the <laughs> okay. Jimmy Neutron movie, and then the wow, TV show okay. will be actually what good this a time. wild pull. That was the that only film made. I could think of that turned into a TV show wow. off the top of my head. Wow, how did I see? I like the Jimmy Neutron. Movie. I liked the Jimmy Neutron yeah, movie too. But the TV show wasn't very good. I the TV show was fine. I enjoyed it when I was a kid. I, in retrospect, like I have no nostalgia for it. In retrospect, no, I don't yeah, have I don't any nostalgia either. for it. Yeah. I just know about it. it I watched <laughs> it when it was on. I didn't like like it. But anyway, that was my poll. Um, yeah. and I'm gonna continue talking about my very good game. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Um, there's wonderful representation. Uh, I wish that they had more um queer uh male representation. That would have been good. Uh, there was. It's just a really well told story, and the ending is incredible in the way that it's sort of um you have more options than you are often presented in games for an ending boss battle is all i'll say about it and i really enjoyed the uh that ending because there's a bunch of different endings you can get in there's general, a bunch right? of different endings you can get in general like the little classic fallout cutscenes that tell you what happened to all the characters after the end of the movie i was about to say after the end of the game but there's also like a movie but you play yeah it. like a movie but you play it. there's not a lot of different endings that you can play through but there are a lot of different ways that the ending can go there's a couple different endings that you could play through actually but there are different ways that it can the, go like that that um, epilogue can go essentially yeah not just no 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 not just the epilogue but the ending that you play through gotcha there's like a couple of ways there's a lot of ways the epilogue can go a couple of ways you can play through the ending and a couple of ways you can like approach playing through the ending interesting yeah it's I really, really tight play that game. i really think you shit i really think you'd love it a lot there's really great asexual representation i love that it's so tight well unfortunately for all other games pokemon sword and shield just came out so yeah i Um, don't get paid till monday and then i'm gonna buy and play only that no i'm i'm sure so hannah what have you been playing this week you know i've been playing a ton of bayonetta 2 tell me about it ass load of bayonetta 2 and there's a lot of ass i was about to say how much ass is there (laughs) there's a significant quantity of ass in bayonetta 2 it's mostly ass and tits, actually. Ass, tits, guns, bayonetta. Loose ass and tits, or like uh, aggressively clothed and. What do you mean by loose? <laughs> <laughs> like out. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Clean. There's no, there's no nip, and there's no completely bare ass, but okay. it's a lot of like anime, like almost nip slips because Got her like clothes the witches in this mythology which is actually i'm kind of like weirdly invested in the world world and story of characters <laughs> of bayonetta and not just because i oh, i was gonna talk about my really hot sex dream about oh, bayonetta yeah, that's, that's the other gayest thing that's happened i didn't do well it happened to me because yeah. like, the goddess aphrodite drifted me a really good uh-huh. dream we'll talk about it um but uh yeah i've been playing a ton of bayonetta too it is Exactly like Bayonetta One, except better. Mm-hmm. And I chose to play it on easy mode this time because because of how you little, love yourself. Because I love myself. Because after our discussion, we were talking about like why can't games just be fun? Yeah, it's like I played all of Bayonetta One on normal, and I was bad at it, and it wasn't fun. But I played the whole thing, and so I just played Bayonetta Two on easy, and I'm really good at it when I play it on easy. Yeah, and uh, it was really fun. So good, and yeah, lots of like. Like, one of the first shots is banned, and the, the opening cutscene is literally 30 minutes long, and with maybe two minutes of playing. It's just like Kingdom is, Hearts 3. Right, which is a lot for a game, because Bayonetta 2 is not, it's, but the Bayonetta games are not, like, a serious... Oh, and Death Stranding. Yeah, well, but Death Stranding is, like, an art video That's true. game. Bayonetta is a is an ass and tits I would argue game. it's an art. Listen, it's not not art, Kai, but it is an ass and tits shooty fighty game. Yeah. That's all it is. Uh, with a lot of interesting mythology. There's your witch, you fight angels, it's very gory. Um, and you're the like witch clothes are their hair. Uh-huh. It's unclear. So every time they do like a demon attack, they're briefly like extremely scantily clad before they're Because their underwear isn't here, because that'd be very uncomfortable. Well, yeah. it's just it's just conveniently placed. They don't really wear underwear. It is their their hair is on their bare skin. Oh my but god. But it's magic witch hair, so it's probably like very and they're lesbian, okay, so fair. it's probably very soft. Yeah. 
We have a, we are a soft haired people. Yeah. Because we have all the benefits of like the like care um, conditioning that we got as like white women, but also well, you and I. Yeah. Not all lesbians are white women. No, that's true. Like you and I do. I was talking about us. I transitioned Uh, to talking about us specifically. Be more clear. Um, Yes, I apologize. I. So I've been playing a lot of bayonetta. Had something too. really important to say about that, and I completely forgot what it was. About bayonetta? N- no, about hair. <laughs> soft hair, lesbians. Yeah. Fast cars, soft hair. Tracy Chapman. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> Becca. Yeah. I believe we're moving on to your segment now. Okay. Um, I have developed a lot of questions okay. about straight people for you. And Got I feel it. like this is a great way to begin with comedy and then segue into perhaps the more serious topic okay. of how you were prevented from playing video games. <laughs> a fact that makes me very sad. It is very sad. Um, Becca, for context, is... I yeah, who's Becca? For you. Becca, tell who us who are you are. You? How about Becca talks? What do you, in what context do you mean? Who well, I'll, I'll give you my, the listeners my introduction. Okay. Of you. So Becca is my dear, dear friend. That I, we have been friends since high school. Yes. Cute. Uh, Becca knew a little baby closeted Hannah. Yes. In a, ineffectually closeted Hannah, yeah. I would say. That's delightful. Uh, and I went to Becca's wedding in Texas. And uh-huh. you talked about it on the ago. podcast. I talked about it on the yeah. podcast. This is the very same Becca. A couple weeks. It was like a month and a half ago. Yeah, dude, but a month right? and a half yeah. is a couple weeks. That's six weeks. Yeah, it was like two months ago. Fuck, it was in September. That's eight weeks. That's a couple. Anyway. Happy uh, two-month anniversary. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Damn. Uh, So, (laughs) Becca is a a newly married, uh, predominantly heterosexual person. Yes. Separately from that. Um, And... She's happens to be in town, and she's very funny. So yeah. we brought her on to the podcast. If you call me funny now, I'm gonna none of my jokes will land later, <laughs> and then <laughs> the people are so, gonna be <laughs> you're gonna be so boring. Now. Becca's on one of our sister shows. Tell hmm. us about your show, Becca. Oh yeah, we've been on Becca's show. Yeah, uh, my show is Supernova Girls, where we watch uh, Disney Channel original movies and then talk about them, kind of in a like a professional lens of like how you make films. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly just because I have questions. Yeah, like, of course, naturally. How did you get insurance for this? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like everything that happens. Right, in exactly. Um, why'd you shoot on a beach? You have to ADR the whole thing. Yeah. Um, Disney. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, then it's I, my co-host Alyssa has never seen any of them. Mm-hmm. And I've seen them maybe a million times. That might be a... You know, depending um, on the film, there's yeah. some that you yeah. haven't seen. Yeah, some of the newer ones. Oh you, yeah, you I haven't seen anything out. after 2012. Naturally. Um, but they're not all bad, but most of them are. Um, and so we talk about them, and we talk about what's uh, you know, what we like, what we dislike. We just did Cheetah Girls. Sick. I, I saw that. I fucking love yet, Cheetah Girls. Cheetah Girls is so good. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, but like plot wise, the way they move the story for forward is mm-hmm. wild kind of yeah. like spice girls honestly <sighs> spice girls so spice world yeah yeah spice yeah. girls so is but spice world is doing it on purpose yes that's yes. the difference spice yeah they're world like is... trying to be yeah spice world is all tongue-in-cheek it's like yeah. a pur- it's a purposeful satire. i love that film it's a it's a brilliant oh, it's film. so good so we were gonna ask you some questions about okay. being straight because okay. you're the straightest most well besides aaron who's the producer so he's like not really on the show most of the time but uh, the s- you're the straightest, most married person we've ever had mm-hmm. on the show. Well, do I get like a plaque? Yeah, <laughs> okay, podcast? I'll make you a plaque. Thank you. I don't know what straight I'm Straight married people get <laughs> plaques everywhere else. We're not giving you a plaque, <laughs> Becca. Okay, no, 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 that's, that's valid. I'll give, I'll that give you valid. a cookie. I've got a lot of them. <laughs> okay, I do have cookies. I'll take a cookie. Um, you can have as much no water as you'd like. Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah, then my stomach will yeah. turn on me. I've also <laughs> got some really good sourdough bread that might help with that, and saltines. Saltines are really, like god's gift to a, a a stomach who's not on your side uh-huh. hannah knows this as a person who owns who's, a stomach that is vehemently against her. <laughs> yeah frequently not on my side yeah For, and perhaps uh, our not favorite on my brand side. of saltines late july just recently changed their packaging <laughs> you guys we um, gotta stop talking about july. fucking saltines we gotta stop no this saltines. is audio gold <laughs> we have to talk about something other than plain crackers hold on we're back uh becca also lives in la and yes. uh, city yeah. angels Work. <laughs> <laughs> um, works in the biz, yeah. as they say. Uh, the the 
Yeah, I was is trying that what to they call it. They were you're trying to make a riff on biz. Yeah, and then it didn't go very well in my brain, so <laughs> that's okay. Just, I watched it kept that it in there. Yeah, it was the first draft yeah. in there, and I was just like, you know what? That's gonna stay. A that's first great draft. that you write oh, yeah. drafts. We don't have drafts around here. We just publish anything <laughs> we, just, we think. Uh, throw it all. Throw all that spaghetti into the washing machine. Into my did Aaron send you that post on Instagram? Yes, he did. God damn it. So anyway, Kai, you have you've you've done most of the. Mm-hmm. I'm mostly here to. I've be done the excessive amounts of research on straight people this morning, and I have a lot of very yeah, important, you have questions. Some important okay. questions. I don't know if I can answer all of your questions. They're all funny. Okay, cool. They're all jokes. I'm exact. I did no research. Okay, whatsoever. okay. I was like, yeah, no, I, I don't want to speak for all. Straight I just people. vaguely no, got high to. and oh, thought about it. We're tokenizing you. You see. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're, to- we're tokenizing you, so you okay. now st- speak for all of the heterosexuals. Welcome. Okay. And it's fine if you do the mad because it doesn't matter. It's like yeah. the Metatron. <laughs> it's, what? It is like the Meta- the voice of God? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like That's the you. voice of God. You were legion. Speaking for all the heterosexuals. Okay. You have been to a Jimmy Buffett concert, so I think you... I've been to... Damn it, I was so saving I, that I think, <laughs> Sorry. I think, I'm just saying, I think that is your, your needed credentials to speak for. Yes, okay, it the is. the heterosexuals. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. God bless, dude. You're you a very good Texas, partner. Also. Yeah. Well, I'm mm. from Texas. And, that's, that's, and that that's wasn't not my choice. That's <laughs> not your fault. No, not at all. That's true. You shouldn't blame yourself. No, thank you. You're welcome. I needed that. Good. <laughs> okay. I can hit only me, imagine. Hit me, hit me with some um, Well, I think my first question is um, one that I've been thinking about for a very long time. Okay. And I would really like to understand mm-hmm. um, who the woman is in your relationship and oh. who the other woman is. <laughs> Yeah, who's the woman and who's the other woman in your relationship? Oh, that's really interesting. I think if I had to break it down, I think I would be the woman. Uh Okay. And I think Ryan, my man of a Mm -hmm. husband, is the other woman. But in what ways? You have to give us like a list of things that you both do that determine you to be the <laughs> which woman one is the, the other woman, woman and which like one is which the one other of you woman? wears owns like seven pairs of flannel jackets and which one of you owns nine? Which no, which one of you owns four denim jackets, two leather jackets, and two discreet silver jackets? Okay, you don't have to call here's, me out. Here's the thing, though. Which one of you owns three jackets? We cannot go on a jacket-based system because Why? we live in Southern California. Oh. Okay, we only so, own like one jacket each. Mm. So mm-hmm. what what is this the SoCal equivalent of owning a lot of jackets? Yeah. I would say it would be like button downs. Okay. Which one of you or, or Hawaiian shirts? <laughs> it is that not is, Hawaiian that is shirts. <laughs> That's it true. is a short sleeve Hawaiian shirt. Okay. Which one of you owns more short sleeve Hawaiian shirts? Ryan, but only by one. Wow. So Ryan is the other woman, you're right. Yeah. Based on that analysis. He has he has more Hawaiian shirts, but it's also more like socially acceptable for him to wear like um at his job like uh like sl- uh you know, like khaki. Yeah. Like, like Oh slacks. god, I could never wear khakis to and, my job. And a uh and a but like a Hawaii like a Hawaiian button down with like a belt and Shoot, like that's an appropriate outfit. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, wild. Yeah. I cannot fathom like that. But, but you also, also would never the wear business khakis. casual uh look in california just in general is different it's very yes. it's like business trendy mm. yes so if you true. wear something trendy you get away with like it being less not, professional yeah, exactly yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. so it's LA very different so la but yeah he has more hawaiian shirts but just because mm-hmm. that's more appropriate but i also own many yeah they say he only, so this he is, only has one more Hawaiian shirt, which just kind of sounds like you just haven't bought your next Hawaiian shirt yet. Well, because honestly, his uh, very white people Connecticut statement I'm about to make, <laughs> uh, Vineyard Vines, like, had a sale. Okay. And so his mom got him a very nice Vineyard Vines Hawaiian shirt. And that's why he has one more than me. I see. Because so Karen got him a shirt. Karen, obviously, her name is Karen. Yes. So <laughs> um, you, you, of your own volition, you owned the same number of Hawaiian shirts. It's not his fault that he owns one more. Yes, I will say some of them. I, none of these are good reasons why. Now that I'm thinking, <laughs> of, like none of these are good reasons why I own uh, a Hawaiian shirt. I was in an improv troupe. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, improv troupe called Weekend at Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Oh hey, that's God, good. Becca! And because of that, we wore Hawaiian shirts to perform. Sure. I so see. I have a couple from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you yeah. can't like wear the same thing. I think um, being in a Bernie Sanders named uh, improv troupe that wears Hawaiian shirts is the most heterosexual oh, thing I've yeah. ever yeah. heard. 
And it's the most like typical comedy bullshit yes. that I'm <laughs> embarrassed to say out loud. <laughs> I, mean, I love it. I feel it. like it's all part of the process. Like, yeah, you like, have to go through that yeah. to be able to go on the other side and be like, that was them. Yes, yes. exactly. I don't need to do improv in a bar in Logan Square in a Hawaiian shirt in the middle of February. That'll be a great story for your biography, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, once you become, you can write one of the, the, the tell-alls that all the people... That's yeah, how I always think about it. If yeah. I have a story that I'm very embarrassed about, I'm like, this will be great material. It'll be a really good chapter called Weekend at Bernie Sanders. Yeah, in my, in which my is book. a great title for a book chapter. Yeah. Uh, there, there you go. Yeah. So well, I that leads me that. really yeah. easily into my next question okay. for you. Um... So, what kind of music do straight people listen to? Is it like the top forty hits? No, so we or... don't do top forty, at least what in is our it? household. Okay. Um, I actually don't know a lot of people who listen to top forty, but I also think it's because of the rise of streaming, so mm-hmm. you can sure. kind of access yeah. anything. I know I'm. I can feel Hannah's like, like uh, white hot rage coming. No, there's um, no rage. There's only love coming from me. You can uh, feel we it. listen to a lot of jam bands. Yeah, mm, mm-hmm. it's yeah. It's not. Weird. I already knew this. We also. are a jam band household. Um, with Spring cheese incident, lettuce. It's um a lot of fish, a lot of the Grateful Dead, sure, some sure. Mo. I don't know what that. I is. know of them. Yeah, I after Fish and Grateful Dead, I kind of drop off in my knowledge of what's being put on. Mm-hmm. I see, but I understand I what is happening. Yeah. <laughs> I can, like, not even comment on that or my marriage will fall. <laughs> um, so it's a lot of jam bands. And then, like, I like Nora Jones. So it's a weird household. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Nora Jones is respectable. Yeah. Jazz is a respectable genre of music. They're for specific. And she's, like, getting into oh, yes, folk. Please. Interesting. Oh, really? Yeah. So I've she's been thought. doing always. some, like, folksy. I mean, it's not, like, hard folk. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely, like, <laughs> jazzy folk. folk. Yeah, yeah, um, sure. But she's been doing uh, getting into that. So I, um... But, you know, I also just, like, I'll pick a Spotify playlist that's, like, sunshine. <laughs> that's I'll, like, listen to that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, and now I am leading you to yeah. uh, talk about the fact that I do know your husband is a parrot head. Yeah. Do you have any uh, comments? Questions, comments, concerns? <laughs> um, here's what I'll say. Yes. It's a very interesting. Here's a, okay. There's a lot <laughs> of pauses here. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. I did listen to Jimmy Buffett growing up because... On top of being from Texas and a straight person, my family is also from Alabama. Uh-huh. I see. <laughs> so, you know, I get that. So we spend a lot of time in Alabama and we live like in the country. Like mm-hmm. it's 20 minutes to go to a grocery store. Yeah, yeah, um, And so we would play Jimmy Buffett, uh, some of his earlier albums, like when we were driving because it's, you know, you know, his sister where the cheeseburger in paradise is like yeah. is in the area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... Yeah, so I listened to it growing up. So I wasn't unfamiliar and, you know, like, I went to the my first concert and, like, knew 50% of the, the words to the songs. Yeah. Um, but the the um, tailgating that we do... Okay. Uh, here we go. Let's start from the beginning. So uh, there's a concert in uh, at Jones Beach on Long Island every year. Okay. And they every parking lot, there's, like, four big parking lots, is full of tailgating tailgaters Mm -hmm. and we i go with ryan's family and then their group of friends and honestly it's really fun because it feels kind of like thanksgiving Mm because it's not a group of people that get together that often yeah so like our group gets together we get to eat and hang out and drink and do all this fun stuff a lot of the people don't even go into the concert anymore because we've they've been going for so long yeah yeah, and he's been like he plays the same show that's the other thing i've been like four years in a row and i'm like Okay, and the next one is, like, I know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Same, same stuff. shit. Like, yeah. this year he did, like, a New Orleans jazz section, and I was like, oh, mixing it <laughs> up, Jimmy. New. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he's, like, putting out new music. These are the things I know. Uh-huh. Um, so, like, that's really fun. Like, the community of it, because, and it's just, like, our community is really great. It is a very aggressively, you get a lot of, there was, like, a lot of Trump signs this year. A lot oh, of, like. Gross. That sucks. The, I'm sorry. Yeah, a lot of the, like, flags that have, like, the blue line for, like, police. Yeah. There's yeah, so, yeah. It's Long Island. Like, there's so many yeah, people like that. Yeah, that's true. Um, I just so feel like Jimmy Buffett mix. fans would be more liberal based on no. who it's, he it's is. It's a weird mix. It's, yeah. like, half he's an half. old white guy. I know he's, he's an, an old white guy. I'm just saying, guy. like. Yeah. But it's also that like laid back hippie lifestyle. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So, but I really want to go like yuppie lifestyle. No, that's fair. Like it's all the it's all the laid backness without any of the like, because the message of Jimmy Buffett isn't really like love each other in peace. It's like 
drink Not margaritas on like, the beach. Yeah. yeah. Well, also, he is, like, a capitalist genius. Yeah. And... He markets his products yeah. very well. We yeah. own a Margaritaville-branded, like iced mar- like a, that's amazing like a blended margarita yeah, yeah, yeah. machine holy shit we were like gifted it yeah it honestly makes very good <laughs> oh i'm margaritas. sure like, amazing you know, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what Product he's known tested. for yeah. you better fucking make good like, margaritas if that, if that machine did not make good margaritas then what's I the point i would have walked out on jimmy buffett years what's ago? the point of jimmy buffett if right. it's not good margaritas <laughs> not in the way that the willie nelson weed is really good yes <laughs> and i like I it a lot that. it is very very good i will say and I'm turning to Hannah because Hannah and I met doing musicals and ah. plays and uh-huh. such. Yeah, I we did saw, theater together in high school. I saw the Jimmy Buffett musical. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've heard, We've it. heard about it's it. It's wild. It's well. Here, there are things that happen like in the first act that I was like, like not necessarily like just like like abusive boyfriend. Like oh no. So like the plotline I didn't like was like there's a boyfriend who's like you gotta lose weight for the wedding oh gross and she like goes to Margaritaville which is like an island to go on vacation with her friend and she's like oh no I can't eat it because of like Derek or whatever the fuck his name is and I was like this is so fucking dumb why is it a plotline but then she meets someone and they sing Cheeseburger in Paradise Mm. and it's supposed to be like a love letter to cheeseburgers and then a love letter to yourself and I was like this took too long yeah. It was like creepy and terrible to watch yeah. for most of the time until you get there. And I was like, the emotional turn of like, this is not what I wanted it to yeah, be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I so just want a fun like romp that. in the park. Like yeah. just a fun romp through Jimmy Buffett's And it Buffett's was a songs. little too heavy. Mm. And, and not the way that not like, like it, it should have been. Yeah, yeah, not like it was not actually. Not like Dear tr- Evan Hansen heavy, yeah. but like. It was like not in the way that it was actually trying to say something. In yes. the way that it was just trying to be edgy. And it for was, no reason. No, like it was just trying to get from plot point to plot point. Yeah. But also use these songs. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So it was, yeah, it was just random. I just feel like Cheeseburger in Paradise is not a good like, um. Oh, what's the part of the musical that's like the the Let It Go? There's a title for that. Like oh, the yes. Big the Big Banger. Act One Finale? No. No, there's a title for that type of song. Mm. Becca yes, knows what I'm talking about, and I can't I know, remember what it is. It has it a is. name, it and has I a know name exactly and, and, where in the musical it goes. Yeah. And it is basically the um, it's basically the midpoint of exactly. the musical. Yes. Is, that, yeah. is that what Cheeseburger in Paradise is serving? No. Oh, thank Cheeseburger God. Cheeseburger in Paradise is serving uh, like the... The basically plot point to yeah. to bring you into the third act to like it that's what builds to the climax because oh. she goes no I'm not gonna stay with you and then because of that all these other things happen so that the girl and the boy who love each other can actually like mm-hmm. reunite but that happens in like the last third of the musical yeah oh that sounds terrible yeah so you have to like sit through this stuff so it's just odd because it like didn't work and then we got tickets like Ryan went early and like stood in line got to meet Jimmy Buffett oh god in heaven I bet he yeah. loved it there's like we have the like picture up on our fridge. That's um, so cute. <laughs> and so he got to meet Jimmy Buffett and he got a cheeseburger from Jimmy Buffett. He Whoa. got tickets. And we got tickets for like when we were gonna be there in May. And yeah. it was empty. Oh no. Whoa. Like we bought tickets in events and it was like empty. And then it was because like when you go to a Jimmy Buffett concert, these are all the things I know. Yes. There are like dances that you do and like you can Oh, you is it like, like Rocky back. Horror Picture Show? So, uh, yeah, kind of. Okay. But for um, straight people. Ah. <laughs> where it's like, you know, like uh, it, like the line, you got you got your salt shaker of salt, and then you go like, salt, salt, salt. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to laugh no, no, like no. so. I mean, it's silly. Then there's also like a, I know this is a audio medium, but I will do it for Please, you. please, please. Um, so there's the part where you, um, there's a song, and it goes like, you go, fan to the left, fan to the right, and then you dance like this. For a second, wild. It kind of yeah. it looks a little Illuminati y. Yeah. yeah. For the listeners at home, because it's like it's hands together and like a like a pyramid pra- a prayer. But you go mm. fins to the left, and mm. you put it to the left, and then you go fins to the right, you put it to the right, and then you go back and forth. Yeah, you do this thing that kind of looks like you're like shaking holy water on somebody, yeah. or like putting salt over your shoulder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it true. It is. Um, it's fun, but at the musical, no one did, did those. Oh no. And, and like. It was, re- and it was so quiet. Of course it was. Oh, so, yeah. Bummer. Those that are, sounds terrible. <laughs> that's my long, way too long 
uh, section about the Jimmy Buffett musical. No, I'm like a person who likes musicals. So That's I've done um, performance studies. Like yeah. I've studied uh, performance, specifically utopia and performance. Yeah. And one of the main things that is required to have a good performance yeah. is a responsive audience. Mm-hmm. Like the audience yes. involvement is actually genuinely proven in this book theoretically I mean, yeah and to be as a, a person part, who's as a person like, who's ever done theater knows ever anything been on yeah. stage for yeah. any reason you know that you're having to, an unresponsive but that audience is such is a horrifying worst. thing yeah, to hear about the jimmy so buffett empty. musical like wow it was so empty i'm not surprised and or it upset. was just quiet we i was like the youngest person there oh no yeah it was just it was not great because it just like isn't a good like Ooh. the music is fine because it's, it's just, Jimmy Buffett. It's, it's Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. yeah, but the like story wasn't great. Mm. That's. I wonder who you wrote know? it. I have no idea, but it's like going on the road now. AKA is just gonna be in his properties. Yeah. That's oh, you know he whoa. has a retirement community. No, but that uh, makes so much that, sense. Actually. That's so smart. You can now retire at a Jimmy Buffett community. And like you get all these like perks. He has a retirement community. Now. If it's in Florida, you can also smoke Jimmy Buff- Buffett brand weed. Yep. He has it, weed. Yeah, yeah he but does. only in Florida. Which and it, I think it's medical only. Believe well, I think Florida only has medical. Yeah. But believe you me, if it was available here, we would be. I would be smoking it. it right now. I would love. I would love to. I cannot smoke it, but I would love to be here. And then we could like watch like a bootleg version of the musical. Yeah, like somebody with their cell phone yeah. watch the musical. Let's make that happen yeah. one of these days. We'll put that we'll put a pin in that for yeah. the future. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's Jimmy Buffett. Thank that's you. great. Kai, did you have other straight people questions? Or should we talk about me in high school? We should talk about you in high school. I want to hear, because for years I would have been unable to hear it because it would have been too re-traumatizing me, but I've done so much therapy that I want to hear how bad I was, because everybody knew I was gay before I did in mm-hmm. high school. At literally everybody. There was not yeah. a single living human being I was fooling except for myself. Yeah. And I want to hear more about, from the other side, because um, I trust you to give me an yeah. accurate representation of like how bad I was at being straight yeah it was just like i mean it was just (laughs) trying to like think about how it was just like you would say stuff and be like oh he's cute and i'd be like (laughs) you know like (laughs) (laughs) just be like okay but also too i feel like we didn't because the dating pool for us was so small and because like, it was like just the people we did theater with yeah you had a very good excuse in terms of like not talking about dating or not talking about liking people because you were like I've known everybody here since they were nine yeah you know because you went to middle school with a lot of the people yeah so you did have a good excuse being like I've known that boy since they were so young that you're like no I could never yeah but that was like so you, that was your good excuse, but it was also kind of like, <laughs> okay, Hannah. All right. But also, it was your journey and your time, so no one was ever going to be like, but. I mean, that's not true at all, because lots of people did that. I mean, I didn't, You though. never were, because <laughs> you're a good person. <laughs> lots of people did that exact thing that you just described oh, okay. to me, which was either like, be like, hey, are you sure? Um, or just like spread rumors. Like, well, like yeah, crazy, I as we've that. talked about, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just so curious because when I, when I was a senior in high school, uh, apparently, and this was when I was like, I was already out to a couple of people, um, as bisexual and I was like planning my like big coming out speech or whatever, but like it was, the people I was out to like wouldn't have told like Caitlin Farrell. It was just like a time that she had decided to spread that rumor again. Um, and I, and apparently somebody had said like, I heard that, like I heard a rumor, Caitlin Farrell spreading a rumor that you would come out as a lesbian. And I was saying that to somebody in the booth and then Avery walked in and said, I heard she came out as three lesbians. <laughs> Cause Avery already knew. Um, and he's a good dude. And he's a good dude. But the, the timing was so interesting. But yeah, I'm just so, I'm, I'm just like, like I've told my own story of being a, a poorly closeted homosexual on the podcast before, On the podcast yeah. before. Uh, it, it just was kind of like, okay, if that's what you want to do, cool. <laughs> but it was also never, it never felt like a, a big issue. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Like it hmm. never was, at least to, to me, because I, it was kind of like, it, it's your journey. Like who was I to say? 
it was time for you to say stuff because like I don't want to talk about it specific specifically but like I said shit in high school to people to try and be cool and that sucked yeah and since I was going through that I was never gonna put that on anybody else totally and or at least I was trying to. But I was also having just, like, panic attacks constantly. Right. Well, you were on Adderall that you did not need. No. And, like, I have, like, very few. Like, you tell me stories. And I was like, I was definitely there. And I remember parts of that. But I don't remember all of it because I just I yeah. didn't lock in. Totally. Because I was, my body was constantly freaking out. Yeah. And, like, total, total rebellion to everything that was happening at yeah, all times. Yeah. It was, it was awful. Yeah. It High was school awful. was awful on, like... Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yes. I have a. I have a thought and a feeling, but we can continue. That's no. It. No. Please do. Please thought there, and feel. There's a new Disney Plus show called Encore. Okay. Where they reunite, uh, high school, uh, theater programs, uh, and they oh have them God. put on a show oh that God. they did in high school so in fun. like ten days. Amazing. And no. I thought about it for so long about what what the dynamic would be if, like, our thespian troupe got back together to, like, do Beauty and the Beast. That would be... I think it would go exactly the same. (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking about it, too. I was like, the same fights would happen. Start to finish, the same set not being done, being there till four in the morning, like, shithead older people who can't help. Like, in start to finish, every beat of that that process or that like week before yeah. I think we'd go the same yeah and Caitlin Farrell would, would end up slapping Mike Myers full on in the face again wow what else happened that day oh cause hey so that was the day cause I what here's what happened from my perspective this is true stories about and these are and these are the things where like I remember pieces of it but because I was having my own personal meltdown just for those six years I don't have all of the memories. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, and I, a lot of it was pieced together for stories right. for me. Like, I felt very much, like, in retrospect, I felt like I, especially by the end of senior year, I was very much, like, the, like, um, the, like, oh, what's the, the, the word? The story collector. I was, like, the story yeah, collector. Yeah, you were. I was the never there, but I told all the stories. Well, like, you're a good storyteller, so people would tell you, and then you knew how to put mm. the important pieces of information in the right order to get a laugh, to get a react, you know, That's like, true. and so, I have told those stories for Kyle, like Saturday yes. night at Hillary Marcus's, that party, I heard that I've story all we were hiking. That oh. was the beauty, the, the party at Hillary Marcus's, the Beauty and the Beast party where it got busted. I was not there. I, you were not there. Several people were not there, but that's where like two. And I was not there, not because of my parents, because I was just tired. Yeah. I was like, no, thank you. Yeah. I'm not. And because yeah. I had already gotten in bed, taken off my pants and fallen asleep with Kaylee called me to be like, I'm coming to pick you up. I was like, no. Yeah. I'm no, good. you're not. I'm just <laughs> like, I'm already in bed. And then I woke up to a million texts. Uh-huh. 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 I was, because I, my, that party, I was on the phone with Kaylee that night trying to talk her down. Because you weren't there either, right? I wasn't, of course I wasn't there. I never went to the parties. <laughs> I was literally never there. <laughs> and then people would like call and text me. I'd be like, I don't know what to tell you. I told you not to go. Yeah. Like, and I was a shithead about it. But anyway, um, this was the day that, so from my perspective, I left with Kayla Smith and Kendra and a couple other people and we got in the car because I like had the car and I recently was able yeah. to drive. It was very big news. Yeah. So I drove everybody <laughs> to Good Times to get fries. And by the time we Regular got- Regular fries or wild fries? Wild fries. fries. I just learned about them. Wild what? fries yeah. aren't vegan is they're something vegan. we just learned. So yeah, we'll trade you our history of wild okay. fries. Yeah, because they're the best fries. They're yeah. simply the best french fries. I was fries. thinking about getting good times like- You should. When I leave. You, you should. should. Okay. It's only here. Yeah. Um, so went to good times. So we went to good times. By the time we got back with french fries, like the whole- Everything like, had fallen the apart. apartment was on fire, essentially. And I, the stories I heard from that day, that was when- in costume, which is the funniest part because Caitlin Farrell was playing the, the, feather, the duster. feather duster and Mike Myers was playing the footstool. Oh, yes. So in full costume, they had this fight and Caitlin Farrell, they were dating at the time, slapped Mike Myers. We went to high school with a guy named Mike Myers. I was about to say, Mike Myers. Yeah, oh. we went to high school with a guy named Mike Myers. Slapped no Mike Myers full across the face. It was a slap heard around the world. Yeah, wow. it was a slap heard around the world. So, and I remember, I was in the dressing room, and I remember there being, like, a commotion. That was when somebody threw a chair at, Brian, Brian threw a screwdriver at Elena. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Why did any of this happen? And I remember somebody else threw a chair. Like, shit. Yes, and I just remember there like shit happening, and I was like, I'm just trying to put my makeup on. It was literally like it was so like those of us who were trying to get work done that day was just the dog with the coffee cup and the fire saying this is fun. Like it was yeah. so chaotic, and it was like I walked in and I was like, 
I'm not involved in this, but I desperately need to. So I like walked around how to get up to the booth. Was it before the show? Like how close? With were it, you? it was in Hell Week. It was within okay. the, the week so before. It, it kind of makes sense. In terms of like yeah. emotionally as yeah. teenagers, well, and like we where oh, the, yeah. the social dynamic of our theater department was, or theater whatever, was so weird. And tell me if you think this is true, okay. also, because we went to like I've told Kai so many stories yes. about my high school theater that yeah. sound fake. They sound like made up stories from a TV show about the high school theater. But like we just had such a singular experience yeah. in our theater. And, uh, and it's just nice to have somebody here to yeah. corroborate. Yeah. But so I this, feel like, so like the social dynamic of the seniors going into our senior year yeah. was pretty good. We yeah, had yeah, sorted yeah. a lot of shit out. We had like settled yeah, a lot of old beefs. Sucked. Oh my God, it was so bad. So it we had settled. Drama. But then we like just went like through girl. so much junior year. But that, yeah. that summer we like settled a lot of shit. Yeah. We like, got, we got a lot of shit together. We like, I remember I saw the pictures of our Tom's painting party. It was yeah. very harmonious. Yeah. It was weirdly at my parents' house and I freaked out because you wanted to set up a hookah to smoke and I wouldn't let you wow what a wild <laughs> change in brand what a, oh how the tables have turned Truly. yeah uh, yeah yeah that's how i, I had was just i was a fucking little i was a little was fucking narc in high school i didn't smoke i didn't drink and i, w- I was a, a rat little bastard i was God, just doing anything i could anything i could do to not feel as shitty as i was feeling yeah Damn. dude womp womp but yeah that i mean that's all it was <laughs> mm-hmm. and i was just feeling really shitty all the time yeah. and then i got to college and developed a severe drinking problem yeah, well, like the, fir- the first college. time I got drunk in college, I was like, I take back everything I've ever said. This is amazing. <laughs> I should have gone to those parties. Uh-huh. Yeah, but our experience in high school was was wild. Yeah, so but- we just had it was just like drama, but it was also not just us. It was like the teachers and the administration. Well, we there was to, like, like real with. shit happening to like, us. Like we genuinely had a, a fucking weird pervert psychopath for a theater teacher who was who like eventually stealing money. Got who was stealing money, which Frank. Sh- Frank showed our like junior year, yeah. like our like first or second year with him, and he didn't get fired until years after we left for that yeah. exact thing from stealing money from the school. That's and like nice. we knew it was happening the whole time. Yeah. And like the night with the PJs with TJ and I, when we had to finish the Beauty and the Beast set, it was me, Kendra, Frank, Kellen, and New Kid. We're doing all, and David Stallings, we're doing all of the work God. while TJ Donahue just ran around yelling at ineffectually yelling at people like it was so and Mark Devine literally fell asleep on the stage and then he went to sleep in his office and that was his whole contribute for contribution for, so anyway we were like we are partially I think this is a lot of thoughts I think part yeah. of why yeah. a lot of us ended up going into the arts and yeah. are really good at it is because we had to learn to do it for real at a really young age yeah and by ourselves by ourselves we had to teach ourselves how to do it like I taught myself how to design life. like we all taught ourselves how to do this shit yeah and like I was the person who like if the board broke I had, I was a student and I was the one who had to fix it yeah like, you had to like young, go get the parts I, yeah I had to drive to opera shop to go get a new lighting board because it broke like, that was on me. And I was trying to take finals. Like, it was such a wacky sitcom. So then our senior year, we were all, like, chill. And then a rogue element was introduced. Gotcha. But the rogue element. Yeah. We are we are fully comfortable talking shit about people in this podcast. Yeah. Are we? I often don't. I'm fully comfortable about talking shit. I've never said no, but I, anything it, in the podcast what, that I don't say up It's not necessarily it's shit. It just did completely change the entire dynamic of our senior class. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, yeah, it was like, we were fine, and we were chill, and we were like, we're gonna have a great senior year, and then this motherfucker, this truly cruel human being, moved in from elsewhere. Again, I'm happy saying this. I went to high school with this person. I think she's a monster, and apparently she's still a monster, and I said that, that's on me and me only. (laughs) Only I am saying that, for the record. Um, But yeah, and it was just so wild to like, watch that dynamic just... Explode. And that's when both of us checked out. Yeah. Well, then fa- then factions started to form more so where, like, yeah. Fre- Kendra, Frank, and, like, the people who didn't want to go to the drinking parties, like, yeah. all hung out together. And yeah. then, like, you eventually started hanging out with us. Yeah, because I was so. like, oh, there's people who don't want to go and, and we had a great still t- fun. We just hung out at Frank's mom's house and, like, fucked yeah. around. Like, that's what we did. Or, like, had a Mike's Hard from time to time. Like, yeah. We, it was, like, so, yeah, it was this weird. I checked. Yeah. Out. Well, also, I was, like... Going through some stuff. I was yeah. like living by myself. 
and going through all of the things you go through freshman year of college, Mm -hmm. like having meltdowns being like, I don't know how to do my own laundry in like, I knew how to do it, but like in an effective way to make sure that I had like underwear to wear. Yeah. You don't know how to like (laughs) ration your laundry. Right. Exactly. Or like how to feed yourself. Or like, I remember having a panic attack at the bank because I didn't know how to like cash a check. Yeah. I like didn't know who to talk to or if I went up and like my mom wasn't answering the phone, like those kinds of little things that like you go through when you like go away to college and there's like kind of somewhat a support system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like going through that and like no one understood. Yeah. There was no support yeah. system because no, I like it was so, and our school was so like, like not in our group, like we as, we as kids yeah. knew what you were going through. Yeah. Like we as students. And that's the thing too, is we had to learn how to build, this is actually very queer. We had to learn how to build that community at a really yeah. young age because even when shit was exploding, we were still there for each other. Yeah. Like we had to be there for each other because we were a big group of people with rare exception where none of the adults in our lives who were supposed to be there for us were there for yeah. us. We were just like a, a pile of latchkey kids. Yeah. Like we were just a pile with like, again, with rare exception, like yeah. Frank's parents who were gems and angels and took um, care of us all uh, and took care of us all like there were some parents who like took care of large groups of us yeah because we didn't like nobody hung out at my house because yeah it wasn't a good time and uh, people hung out at my house until yeah my parents left yeah and then it then you didn't have a house we could hang out at yeah like, which totally changed the dynamic yeah 100 percent. yeah it was i mean it was just crazy how much stuff so we experienced that from a really young age and I kind of had to like, like I experienced coming out, this bringing back around to the gay, I experienced coming out at a, re, at a young age, youngish, younger than yeah. a lot of people because I was 18 and I did it in this big flashy public way yeah. that I like, I knew I could do because the support was there. Yeah. Like I knew I wasn't going to fall and anybody, like I knew going into that, that I was going to make, I was respected enough that I was going to make, I wasn't going to be like, oh, Hannah's like trying to start shit, that I was going to say the truth, people are going to believe me, and I was going to, like, effectively call people out. Like, I right. knew my power in that space. And but like, that was only the power that you had, you didn't have that even a year before. Right. Because it took that long. And it took the the tradition of senior speeches that mm-hmm. everybody sits down and they listen yeah. to you and they let you talk. Totally. And the fact that we had that and we respected it. Yeah. It was sacred. We always did it. Yeah. Everybody, like, the fact everybody that got we, a chance. we organized all that shit by ourselves yeah. because of the coherency and the legacy of that theater community. Yeah. Like, that department had such a strong legacy that was passed yeah. on through us. Um, but, yeah, that, like, we, like... So I experienced coming out into this really supportive environment and having all these like high hopes for how my life was going to be and then getting to college and just being in the worst <laughs> environment. Like I like I remember that. I like when came so out bad. felt great about being gay and then like ha- de- after that developed to, all yeah. the shame and the confusion and the and the the pain and the trauma around it because I like like had thought, to do it again. Yeah, because I had to do again. it again over and over again to people who were not accepting, and I thought that it was going to be different because of how good it was. Yeah. So I that was, but my... only because we went through literal hell together. Yes, we did for four, and depending on where you went to middle school, four to eight years yeah. with these people. Yeah. Because like I have a memory of Frank from seventh grade when we did Guys and Dolls, and he was it was the first time I'd ever seen seen him wear jeans. Amazing. I think I've heard this story. Seared into my brain. Yeah. Yeah. He wore jeans and like a yellow shirt because he didn't go on the Washington DC trip. So I guess it is eighth grade. He didn't go and I didn't go. So we spent time doing the musical. He wore jeans and like a crew neck yellow hoodie that had a black stripe like Charlie Brown. And he was, and he was like running the tech weekend. Yeah. He was like already in charge. I think he had a clipboard, but that also might just be No, he probably had a clipboard. Telling myself that he had a clipboard. He probably had a clipboard. His Frank was born with a clipboard in his hands. <laughs> clipboard and slacks and a lanyard. Uh-huh, uh-huh, with a clipboard in his hands. Yeah, but that's, like, my first... Mem- and that was, like, in 7th or 8th grade yeah. that it, you know, that I knew he was, Oh, yeah, he was already in charge. He came into our school, like, in charge. Yeah, well, I mean, he, like, ran our theater department. Yeah. And, and like, why? Why? Uh, yeah, none of the adults none, would do it. None of the adults, including the teachers, were competent. And so, as I've said before on this podcast, me, by the end of it, me... Yeah, on the tech side, me, Kendra, and Frank ran that yeah. department completely. Yeah. Like, we were making decisions. We were going to s- stores and, like, picking up expensive equipment. <laughs> like... Yeah. On... Like, Pam would give us her yeah, credit card. Yeah, I was card. like, how did you pay for that? Uh, school credit card. Okay. Pam would just give me her credit card in the yeah. pen. I know. I took it a couple of times. Yeah, because she trusted the students. That's Because she wild. treated us like little adults. And um, you would just have to bring back a receipt. Yeah. 
It was it, like just like you would when you do your expenses yeah. at your job now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, in the way that I now have my own company credit card. Yeah. So anyway, that was a little bit about me in high school. I just wanted because we've talked about you when you're a kid, Kai. Thank you for being patient for mm-hmm. our. Oh, goalie. We uh, talked about me when I was a kid. I think with Jocelyn. Yes, we did. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and hopefully you enjoyed some of our our. Oh anecdotes. yeah, I'm uh, endlessly curious about your high school experience. It was weird. It was weird. weird. It was weird. Having talked to a lot of other people from a lot of other places about their high school experiences, ours was fucking bizarre. Oh, yeah. Well, because it was basically like we had a weird full-time job on top of also going to school and experiencing high school. Uh Uh-huh. So we would like go to class and have to deal with going to class. And then like the day would end and then our our second job where we had real responsibilities and like, and the stakes were high. Yeah. Because it was a... It was a big program. We did stuff. You're, you're singing, dancing, doing this stuff. Mm-hmm. It was very vulnerable in front of other people. But you, like, if you didn't show up prepared, like, it fucked everybody else mm-hmm. over. So, like, if you didn't do the things that you needed to mm-hmm. do, if you were late, if you were doing anything, we really, like, we learned those skills, which is great, but it also was, like, a lot of pressure. Yeah. Like, we, we were weird because we were simultaneously very socially, well, we were simultaneously, like, more mature than we needed to be, but also, like, no, buck I think wild. We, yeah, it was just buck wild. It was just buck wild. We were just, like, little adults, and we were drinking about our feelings because we had most of those, like, everyone had real traumatic problems Yeah, that they were drinking away. It wasn't just, like, teenage malaise. It was, like, being gay and your family not accepting it or, like... Like, having an untreated mental illness. Yeah, we're having an untreated mental illness, or you, and your parents moved away, or you're fucking like it was. Yeah. It was wild. It was wild. Um, that's yeah. me. That's that's high school. That was me. And we have so many fucking more stories that are hilarious and weird and like, why were we in charge? We'll write a TV show about it someday. Yeah. Well, I really think we should. I don't think we should actually do it, but there's a part of me that was like, should, should we, should we like sign ourselves up yes. for this Disney yes. Plus yes. show? Yes, 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 Becca, yes. Do you know how badly I want that? You I want should. that more than I've ever wanted anything. Because here's the thing. We just have to like go in like solidified and like none of what these people say and do is going to affect us. We'll yeah. have a little pod just like it was. Yeah. We'll have a little pod of what these people say and do doesn't affect us. But also all of us are like artist. Most of us are artistic professionals yeah. now. And so it will be this wild thing of like we're doing it now, but we like have the resources and the net. Like we'll also technically would we have Disney. Like here I, I have so many back end questions. Like mm. would we have Disney money? Like Definitely. Would we have to do. Could like because here's the thing. We should apply to do like beauty and the beast so it's like branded right and like would we have to build the sets probably or would we just do like the lighting and audio yeah like what yeah well how much also how much how involved are we allowed to be because if they're just gonna tell me what to do with lights that won't fly no like no no no, excuse you i'm a designer right you stand there i point you stand right exactly so i just don't know like i don't know what the back-end production of it looks like the the television production versus yeah. the like i think we if anything we would it they would we would not get enough creative control over what we were doing no, and it would collapse because it's <laughs> disney but also we here's here's the one thing i would want okay. out of this okay to redo okay i want more fucking confetti cannons <laughs> yeah we were only allowed to uh-huh and well, we only had the budget for two. They were very yeah. expensive. Right, exactly. I know this because I rented <laughs> exactly. and picked them up and set them up. You set it up the confetti cannons, and I, we all were like, yes, confetti cannons, end of Be Our Guest, confetti. And it was cool. It was very cool. But here's Still a lot thing. of confetti. But if we do it again, more. if we do this show. I want like a line I of confetti I want a line cannons. of confetti. Yeah. And I want sparklers yeah. on the end of the I want plates. pyrotechnics. <laughs> yeah, I want Damn pyrotechnics. It. That's what I want. Yeah. Okay. But that would be the only way that we could do it. Well, I think we should submit our shit to Disney. I don't know how, happens. but I also know some people, so maybe I can make some phone calls. Yeah, I was going to say, you're in charge of that. <laughs> well, also maybe Frank. Frank Yeah, yeah, yeah. Between we should the two sell of you. Frank on the idea first before. Yeah. Well, we he's, he's put together a, like a pitch deck situation and like give him a PowerPoint yeah, presentation we where should. we have like a budget and we tell him how much time it would take. Based yeah. on everything I know about Frank, I think he'd appreciate that. He would love it. It would be like Christmas for him. Yeah. Um, so that's been if it's gay we play. That's been if it's gay we play. Should I talk about my Bayman out of sex dream or should I save it for next week? Save it for next week. My okay, friend. great. Um, this is give him something to look play. forward to. Yeah, Bayman out of sex dream. It was, I will say, both very sexual and erotic, and extremely tender and romantic. Beautiful. <laughs> it was a perfect dream. 
<laughs> it was like what the movie Carol in a dream. Okay, that you're really selling your audience on that. Now. It's a good dream. I know. Now I'm they just tune saying. in. Now next they tune week. in. Yeah, next now week. this is the way exactly. to hook your audience. Yeah, do Always not let have me forget to tell dream. that story because I've done that several times. I know. Um, thanks for being on the podcast, Becca. Yes, of course. Thanks for Literally anytime. Do you want to tell us where you could find your stuff for your podcast? Yes. Yeah, uh, you can find Supernova Girls with a Z at the end because we're cool and hip mm-hmm. um, on all of your podcasting platforms. Uh, we're on Twitter and Instagram under Supernova Girls, some kind of handle. If you just search us, you'll I think, find yeah, it. I think it's just um, yeah, and so we do one like one a month right now because everybody's in production. <laughs> um, so hopefully during pilot season since none of us have jobs we'll mm-hmm. do a couple more Sweet. but uh yeah so we do a couple and uh if you want a certain movie like let us know we're open to i think we're gonna do um get a clue okay that was great i remember yeah. the song from that so vividly. yes i do too uh-huh and i have so much emotional connection to it we should dance to it after we do this um yeah so find us on the internet yeah you could find us on the internet this podcast, if it's gay, we play. The hosted, one you're listening to. Hosted by me, Hannah. <laughs> and me, Kai, also. And Hello. also, Kai's here. Yeah. Uh, normally, producer Arian is here, but he's in Las Vegas right he's now. He's in Vegas, he's baby. Vegas, baby. So you can find us on the or internet. Or he's in Austin, baby. No, I think he's in Vegas this weekend. He was I in Austin he was in last Vegas weekend. Last weekend. Wherever, whatever. He's somewhere. He's somewhere. Globe trotting. He's yes. trotting. Well, at the, at the very least, the country. Uh huh. Um. <laughs> All right. He, globe. Got it. Okay. Cool. I mean, it, the country's on the globe. I realized yeah, okay. after I said no, that. No. Like either way, you're trotting the globe. Country borders are fake. I don't know why I said what I said. <laughs> so, so anyway. Anyway, find us on the internet. We're on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Gay Gamers with a Z because we're also cool we're and hip. We're also cool and hip. Yeah, I actually named Becca's podcast. Um, <laughs> you did. And you can like, rate, and subscribe, the equivalent of that, on whatever your favorite podcatcher is. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're wherever. We love reviews. We love reading them. Uh, we love emails. If you have them for us, you can email us at ifitsgaveplay at gmail.com. Or you can slide into our DMs like Hannah so bravely did earlier this week. You should sure uh, and we will respond to you. Bare minimum, I will respond to yeah. you. I'm in charge of all of our social media. Well, you, yeah, you get notifications on your Instagram, and I don't because mm-hmm. I don't want to go and see. Well, no, I yeah. don't get notifications oh. on my Instagram. You do. No, I don't. You I get do. notifications on none of my um, social medias. Oh, you used to. Yeah, I turned it off a while ago. Okay, good. Um, but I'll still reply. Kai will reply. I Kai's will. better about replying quickly. I am. I like messages. So that's that. Um, keep playing gay. Keep being games. And then you say, and fuck shit up. And fuck shit up. Yeah. Goodbye. Okay, we love you. Bye.